Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Commented Podcast where we talk about movies, music, TV, shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. And the crime junkies are back at it again, Marin. It is a pretty hot day here in the South. We hope you're drinking your water, putting on your sunscreen. Um, have a cupcake. Mm-hmm. Eat something sweet. Don't be hard on yourself. Um, but yes, um, today will be a review on the fourth season of TVN's uh, franchise, Voice, for Judgment Hours. Dun dun. <laughs> um, Marin did not watch Voice, but that's fine because I'm here to recant a little rant and review about what's going on. So this is the fourth installment. I'm going to read you the synopsis. It says a serial killer with an enhanced hearing ability identical to Kang Kwon Chu appears to start murdering people using it. Because of this, Kang Kwon Chu is driven into a corner. She decides to cooperate with Detective Derek Cho to catch the serial killer. Derek Cho, a a person of principle who doesn't allow mistakes as a team leader from the LAPD, um, a team that dealt with criminal, criminal gangs, more like a drug drugs than anything meanwhile kwanju has suffered from ptsd since the death of dokongu and she still carries out her duties as the leader of the emergency e call center so i mean let's see this is the fourth season i mean we have a little bit of expectations for those of you who don't know how much um season two and season three had such an impact because they keep changing the male main character so they because they do that, they have to introduce his story and then it all ties in. So they start off this season with a, you know, a recap of what happened in season two, three, season three, um, a detective, uh, what was his name? Do, uh, Kang Wu died, you know, his brother killed him. Um, you know, there was a whole ring, uh, an established criminal ring of serial killers on the <laughs> internet. That was fun. Um, and so now we're back and we're picking up where we left off, um, basically kind of, because at the end of season three, they tell you, it, um, Kang, uh, Kwanju, our female lead, basically gets an email from a serial killer who basically has the same hearing abilities as her. And so the season started, um, it basically started in the city. The team basically moves from the city to an island called Vimeo. Or Vimeo is island, and um, it was giving cult this year. It was giving very much cult. <laughs> um, they the the main serial killer is played by uh, Lee Kyu Hyung, and you probably know Lee Kyu Hyung because he was our spoiler alert, our badass. Well, our not badass, but our villain for Stranger. Oh, he plays another villain. Okay. Oh yes, a villain with multiple personalities. <laughs> um. So the story basically starts as um, So Sung Hon, who plays Detective uh, Derek from the LAPD, basically is in South Korea for some reason because they're after um, some uh, criminals. They, on the way chasing, while he's chasing the criminal, like this is happening simultaneously, his sister, who is deaf, is looking for their adopt their mother because they were adopted and then they were sent to America where their father was an abusive police officer backstory um and so she gets killed by our main serial killer who happens to have an the exact face of our female lead kwanju of our center and so i'm sitting here like at the beginning of the, the first like first i'll break this down into the first half of the show 
we'll do, do three thirds. The first third, the second third, and the last half. The last third. So the first third of the show is basically Derek believing that Kwanju is a fucking serial killer. <laughs> because they literally have her face being captured on a plane in the outfit that of the serial killer that Derek chased around when he went to go find his sister's body. Um, and then also through the first half, it's them not really believing each other. You know, they have they could become a team because that's what happens when you bring in a new male lead every season. Is that everybody thinks everybody in there? First of all, the misogyny that pours out of a lot of these male police officers <sighs> when they meet Kwanju is just it. It but the it it truly does piss me off. But she gathers them so quickly. She's so unbothered by it, and of course she experiences that because she's moving from. Uh, a center in Seoul to a center in Vimeo Island. So the first third is all about um, us finding out about Derek and his family, finding out that the serial killer, their MO is basically they target children who don't like their families Mm -hmm. and then manipulate the, blackmail the children into doing gross things to their families for example the first case that that opens up at the beginning of the season like they of course if you watch voice they don't ever start at zero Mm. we are always on 100 episode one (laughs) we are always on 110 episode one and episode one is of this show of this season is no different there's basically a boy who's tied up his grandparents is putting their face in chicken shit and i remember that i did watch that episode yeah yeah, taking pictures of them and chicken shit, sending it to the person, and then the person shows up, our killer, Dong Ban Min, um, who we don't know is Dong Ban Min at the time. We assume that it's um, Kwan Ju's twin. Uh, shows up and then kills him and then kills the grandparents. And this is their MO. They go to kids. They basically are using a online website to lure in kids who don't like their parents to get the kids to do stuff to the parents and then kill the children and the parents because this this character has trauma lots of it um <laughs> so that's the first third there's some really good cases i really did like the case um they had a case where they were up in the mountains and it was a guy who it's kind of like a wolf boy syndrome where you like raised by animals and stuff like that but he's mm-hmm. using the dogs to hunt down people um <laughs> So there was that. And then, so basically, that's the first third. The second third is us, Derek, finally realizing how amazing Kwan Ju is, um, especially since she has bi- bionic sonic hearing and shit, and realizing that this serial killer is trying to, you know, pull them apart because the serial killer is li- literally dressing up as Kwan Ju and going out and killing people. And not only, and of course, on this island, this island is Derek's hometown where his mother died. And so there's a lot of shit that gets tied in. So um, that's the, the second, the second, the second third of it. And then towards, actually towards the middle of the, not even the middle. I want to say around episode eight, eight or nine. We know mm-hmm. who the serial killer is. We know who the killer is. We know it's Dong Bang Min. Dong Bang Min is the son of a man who runs a village that's supposed to be quote unquote for the um, people who have no home. So it's like this traditional village where they like were all white and humbooks and things like that. And he's, you know, the old elder in gray with the staff. They have a shaman who, you know, is, you know, their spiritual leader. And 
they're you know selling holy water or vimeo water or whatever not selling it but giving it to the people tell them it's going to help cure them of course one of the police officer's daughter is in this cult basically it's a cult um because her daughter cannot walk and she believes that this cult is going to help her daughter walk um of course he turns out to be a pedophile um the worst kind of pedophile because he raped Dong Wang Min's mother mm-hmm. and so instead of the serial killer being his grandfather which is the relationship they establish um, for the show that's actually his fucking dad oh my god right it's <laughs> a lot <laughs> I was like mm, I feel like y'all didn't spend enough time unpacking whatever the hell this was <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it's not like that's not it because of course not only is um, his grandfather his father his grandfather beat his mother and father to death in front of him and told him he was doing it for his, Mm. for the serial killer's good. Um, Like that wasn't called, wouldn't cause him trauma. And so they meet him. Dong Ma Min is like a suspect because he like, um, he does, he was once a, a special effects artist. And so when Derek meets him, of course he's given off creepy vibes. And then of course we figure out this man is definitely our killer because he has prost- he knows how to like they explain it in the drama i don't really know all of it very well but they explain that he can like shift his bones and muscles and stuff to appear taller and shorter which i think excuse me <laughs> right exactly but like he can like he's flexible enough to like change his posture and shit that i guess that's probably um a lot of actors who do non-human roles in mm. movies probably have that ability or people who are like in the circus and shit like that. Okay. So he has that ability. And so when he, when Derek saw him in the city chasing him, he was much taller. And so when he meets him as a suspect, he's much shorter. And so they don't really know if it's him or not, but then of course they use clues to figure it out or whatever. Um, so that's the, that's the middle half. And so the last half is basically they know who our guy is, but they have no fucking evidence. So they have to find evidence. And so while they're finding this evidence, they realize that Dong Ban Min, the serial killer has, um, DID, dissociative identity mm-hmm. disorder, which means he has several different, um, identities. The first identity is, um, the kid he pretends to be to like, you know, because he's you know the young master and we love him he's sweet he doesn't hurt anybody and then there's the identity of kwanju who they call the twin sister um come to find out we'll get to the her personality later the second is his kidnapper who kidnapped him he was a um a small person and he kidnapped him because he realized the shit that was going on in vimeo island um, but he also wanted money. So he kidnapped him and then they killed him in front of Dong Ba Min. You know, expected him to be, you know, okay mentally mm-hmm. after that. Um, and then the third one, the the last one is his tutor that um, his tutor that his grandfather brought to him to help him with school. The tutor realized that this cult shit is not good, tried to take him away and then killed him in front of Dong Ba Min again. So he created another personality. And so, um, Dong Ban Min is, you know, not okay. He's, his, he, I, I always have a, a low key, a high key problem when they use DID for serial killers because a lot of the time, most people who have DID are not violent like that. And so this yeah. is a very extreme case. And I'm kind of tired of, 
um, crime dramas using mental illnesses like this to like i the, i guess not excuse it but they're like only somebody with mental issues could be mm-hmm. this insane or cruel yeah. which i get but there's a lot of very competent serial killers who yeah. are like just narcissists they like don't have um identity disorders like yeah. they're just like narcissists they're sh- extremely smart they get away with everything because they're like um they are you know extremely intelligent and aren't they don't have any mental disorders like a lot of serial killers on the other hand fake mental illnesses so they can get less time in jail yeah so that's something i would like to critique the drama about i hope that the next season when we have our new villain that shows up at the end of the season um that it won't be the characters won't rely on a mental illness to make them cruel because people can just be cruel of course you have to have trauma Mm -hmm. and like a psychological problem but like i hope the default isn't did because it just spreads very weird notions about people with that mental illness okay so back to um the serial killer we'll wrap up his story real quick he basically so he has a personality that is kwanju but it's he's using her quote-unquote hearing abilities which he actually doesn't have spoiler alert i'm sorry if you started this episode thinking that it wasn't (laughs) going to be spoiler free um but he basically uh he basically they basically okay so if do you remember at the beginning of season one we found out that kwanju was not born with her hearing ability it happened after a car accident yeah and then she like had surgery or something and now she has this bionic hearing Mm -hmm. well come to fucking find out her and the serial killer were kids at this hospital that was owned by fabre and if you don't know what dr fabre is that was the fucking serial killer um ring from season two and three (laughs) so this shit runs deep (laughs) it runs deep so because they were both they were both at that hospital as kids and um she left or she got away and he didn't or they both got away and so after she left he created that personality as like a comfort i guess because even when he tried to kill and everything that personality that is kwanju was giving kwanju hints about who the killer is and helping him um and helping people so that was really interesting and so now we go on to like my more oh oh also they brought back um Deshik. do you remember Deshik from season one he was the police officer that got captured by kim jay-wook's character and beat up with the so. dumb yes he returns actually in this season which is really cool he returns and he joins the force again. They stabbed him again and had him, you know, face like Dong Ban Min, like as a serial killer. And I was like, why are you a trouble? I was really going to get mad because somebody posted a screenshot of him getting beat up on Twitter. And I was like, if they kill him, if they brought him back to just kill him before the season ends, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm going to be so upset. And so now we can go into Derek, who is our new character. First of all, I don't know why. I don't know if it's the 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 wild American side of Derek. This man was never, when I tell you, never in a bulletproof vest, like not once. 
through all 14 episodes. Living I was sitting here like, <laughs> living life on the true edge. I was sitting here like, sir, you do know you're a police officer, a cop, right? And I'm like, and I don't know if they were doing that because they didn't want his shirt to say like, like, Kyungtard in, like, Korean, or, like, mm-hmm. y'all couldn't just get him, like, one that said LAPD, like, I'm, I'm, I'm confused, <laughs> like, he was always in a leather jacket, and I was, like, he's running around tackling people, like, I'm sitting here, like, this man should have died, why does not, why does he not have on a bulletproof vest, that was, that was getting to me. Second, I don't know if I love or hate his character, because, Oh, I always feel like I have such romantic ideals about the first season of Voice. But I don't know if anybody's had chemistry with um, Lihana the mm-hmm. way John Yuck had chemistry yeah. with Lihana. Yeah. Because in the second season, I mean, they ended up believing each other or whatever. But it was like, he still died at the end, first of yeah. all. Second of all, we don't like that actor. I was about to say. <laughs> we don't like that actor. Um, third of all, it wasn't like... It the seasons always for Lee Hana to be the main female character, every season feels like it's about the male character mm-hmm. who is eventually going to change. So the fact that they have that Song Song Hon came out in this one, and it was so crazy because when people heard he got casted, a lot of people were like, Watch voice. It's like, Y'all want me to believe this fine ass, clean ass man <laughs> is gonna be a rugged police officer? Please. Should we give it did he have like uh like a five o'clock shadow at least or something? Yeah, or he, he has shaven? he has a little facial hair. He got okay. facial they said hair. we'll do that much. <laughs> but he's not giving me, you know, rugged detective, especially yeah. the way that um Song Sung Hun delivers lines. Mm-hmm. It's like the way he delivers lines is very like I don't Sung Hun. I don't. How do you? How do you? How do you describe this? It gives very much like proper, mm-hmm. <laughs> like not like a rough detective, or like a detective with a past. Like it doesn't give that. <laughs> like he's mm-hmm. giving like mellow, like boyfriend delivery, or like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. I guess that's it's not like um it's not believable as it should have been. Yeah. So his character was kind of um interesting. Has a little temper, of course. Got a little temper. Um he's very good at I can't say he's probably one of the better detectives. Like I don't remember what John John Huck's character's like specialty was. Yeah. Cuz like in season 2 and 3 the detectives his specialty was that he could think like a serial killer, right? Yeah. Cuz he his dad was a serial killer. And in this one he's like very very attentive. Like mm-hmm. he picks up on very like small details and I'm like, "Okay, real detective skills. We like that." Um but there was just something a dis- it was like a kind of I don't know what the disconnect was. I feel like they were trying to make us like love him and i don't hate him because he wasn't annoying because I, he was annoying at the beginning but but his sister had just died and he thought kwanji was the killer so i was like i have to i can't be completely upset with him because of that but after they became a team it it it, it kind of gives he does care about um kwanji a lot a lot of people like i low-key ship it i was like i have to see more from the character before i can ship anything <laughs> <laughs> but um the show was a pretty good setup for next season it gives a very much season two vibes you know how season two was like this is set up this is 12 episodes yeah. of setup so we can finish it at season three it felt like out of the 14 episodes the first 10 was like here's for Derek, and the last four were kind of like okay now we're shifting to hana finally we're finally shifting to kwanju and we're finally going to learn about her past 
so basically, they're ass- oh well. Basically, we're assuming that Fabre, uh, Doctor the Fabre Institute, or not the Institute, but the Crime Ring, basically set up a hospital and was doing experiments on certain like smart children mm-hmm. to like change their hearing. I guess change their hearing and stuff like that. And Kwanju was, I think, the only successful case, so they call her Case One. And uh. guess who shows up as a cameo at the end of the series? Who? Oh. The guy who played the bad cop in voice two and three. Kwangor? The older man? No. Or Quan- who was the guy who was out there killing people with the baseball cap. Oh, okay, okay. Hold on. I have the cast set up, so I'm trying to see. Yeah, Kwangor. If you scroll all the way down to the bottom of voice four, you'll see mm-hmm. Kwangor. But he shows up, basically. He shows up in a white suit and he's on the phone and he looks and he's looking at um Kwanjun he says I see case one <sighs> and so I was like what the fuck I thought that man died I don't remember him being alive but he plays Bang Su in two and three who basically um you know was keeping his mother's dead body in his apartment <laughs> oh oh he didn't die okay that's what I thought I was like my man didn't die he's not in jail <laughs> <laughs> he's not in jail I don't remember what happened at season three so um, but yeah, so the story basically, they basically tell us that, so, well, I guess, huge spoiler alert, Kwanju basically goes back to the hospital to look at her records. She meets the female doctor that was in her memories, that was like chasing her through the forest and telling her she wants her ears. Yeah. And guess what she decides to do? She does she not decides, Huh? She does not go into surgery. What did you say? Surgery. Oh, no, 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 She doesn't go to surgery. She leaves her badge, her phone, her gun at the hospital because she knows Derek's going to come and find her and then gets in the car with them and leaves. Oh, my God. And that's the end of season four. I sat here and said, excuse me? (laughs) Kanji really does... She really be living reckless sometimes. I'm like, babe, yeah. you're not made you're not out of gonna, titanium. You're not gonna <laughs> take the gun with you at least. Hide that shit in your boot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't know. I'm not convinced of Derek being, or you know, I don't, I don't know if he was supposed to come off charming or he was supposed to come off like rough and tumble. Um, but. Yeah, the ending of season 14, uh, not season 14, Jesus, season four, <laughs> the ending of episode 14, where she just like gets in the car and goes away. I was like, okay, so we're going to spend the first half of season five trying to find Quan Ju and hoping she's not dead. <laughs> like, hoping she's not dead, because why would you get in the car with known serial killers? It's not like she don't know who that man is. Yeah. So she was giving me a little reckless. I I just I know she's not gonna die because then the franchise would be dead. Like nobody would watch this if they replaced yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> she's literally holding this entire show together. But um overall I wanna say this was a great setup um setup season. And if you want to skip two and three just to watch four, you can. Like you don't have to watch two and three to understand four unless you really do wanna know about the organization that's probably going to come in later in season five so 
maybe we will do the voice two and three recaps just so people don't have to you know sit through like 12 episodes of those seasons <laughs> i do have to say this show does very much um scream i'm written by a man because mm-hmm. the fact that we had to wait till season four to get backstory on hana yeah. it's like that's a little a little late especially when she's the one carrying the show like this it's it's not it's yeah um what happened to um derek's character at the end did he leave and go back to the u.s um i think there's supposed to be some kind of law where he can cooperate with south korea because mm-hmm. he was i think he was going to go back to la mm-hmm. and then maybe come back but he saw he realized that Kwanju wasn't there and so he went to the hospital and was like the fuck she just disappeared so i definitely don't think he's leaving oh, anytime okay. soon yeah so i think they kind of also did that because they're like what do we do with Derek now like mm-hmm. because they don't know like will i don't i don't it makes no sense to me for next season for them to have a new detective yeah. the captain again it makes absolutely zero sense so they're probably going to do Derek again in next season. And so they have to have, they have to do something with them. Either he quits LAPD and comes via Korean cop, but I don't th- I don't think that's how that works, especially since he's not a Korean citizen. Yeah. So, yeah, I also don't understand why he had to be LAPD either. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know cuz like there's like really bad awful like english acting at the beginning of mm-hmm. the first two seasons the first like two episodes like i was like was this necessary was it because i'm pretty sure the actor who played the american gangster is italian <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i don't i think i guess they were like we have to i don't i don't understand i guess they were like oh american detectives are like a little bit more suave so we're gonna use like i don't i don't know i don't know what that was and why he was lapd because that makes that puts so many barriers on how he can work with our team because if the case doesn't have to do with lapd cases why is he still here so unless he quits the force and just goes to look for kwanju on his own yeah i don't know i don't yeah that's real dramatic like yeah it's not like he doesn't like the force he doesn't like (laughs) yeah so that was also side note they had a black detective that man had no lines i said (laughs) what was the point what was the point black man makes it seem like from america add him in (laughs) like how does the black detective have less lines than the white gangster y'all are trying to go after like it's Derek. it's another korean american um detective and a black guy and they're a team and the black guy either disappears halfway through the season or like mm-hmm. he's just doing recon work and like so he never he has no lines. I was sitting here like he he might have one line or two, but it's nothing significant. I said the fuck <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I would give this season I think I gave it like an a, an eight. A seven point five. I gave it a seven point five because um um, I didn't really like the fact that they went with the default of making the serial killer have DID. Um, though Lee Ki-hung does a great job of going in between and out the personalities, the way that they shift personalities is very much dramatized. It's like a very exaggerated, like him, you know, moving his head very weirdly. And I was just like, oh, it's not, it's not really giving. Um, um, but yeah, it's a great setup. I suggest you watch it if you're interested in the voice franchise. Um, you can go from one to four, and that's easy. Look at that, cuts you out of like 20 episodes. 
Um, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch five. Do you think you're eventually gonna watch four? Mm, probably not. Now that now the series is already too far along, and I don't watch season shows. <laughs> which like i probably would have kept with it till season three but after season three i would have been like no my interest drops after that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean tv is doing okay they're doing the right thing by making sure that everybody gets recasted so we mm-hmm. appreciate that at the very least i would never be free with this franchise because i just <laughs> want to know what happens yeah so you could expect more reviews from me, but yeah, um, I don't know what other crime shows are coming out. I don't. I feel like we just got a lot of casting for a few shows, mm-hmm. but we'll have to we'll have to talk about that at a different time. Um, but yeah, so um, that's my rating. I suggest you watch Voice Four if you're interested. It's a decent crime show. Like Voice never fails to have good cases. It's the overall arching storyline that's, like, iffy. Because, like, what's going to happen in season five? Yeah, true. Like, are they going to f- are they gonna find her? And then it's them escaping? Is it, like, the whole... Se- Did they say how many episodes it's going to be? It hasn't been confirmed yet. Oh, okay. But they definitely left it on a cliffhanger. So season five has to be in the talks or in the works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they have a contract up until season five, and we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, the direction was pretty good. They changed directors again. So, I don't know. I'm just not convinced that Derek was supposed to be... I don't know. The characterization of Derek himself was just... I feel like they just set themselves up. Why is he LAPD? (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, Until next time, this has been Crime Duckies. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. Uh, don't forget to give us a five star rating or uh, you know come talk to us on Twitter or co- TikTok at commented C-O-M-M-N-T-D see you next time bye bye <laughs>